Yeah, 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 the pod is back, the pod is back, look out, look out, look out, the pod is back. Where were you before? Don't worry about that. What's you up, everybody? We're like a bunch of wild dogs. <laughs> Greetings, everybody. You are now listening to the podcast titled, You Said It, Not Me. It's a podcast about everything with a little bit of nothing. Did I say that right? Yes. It's a podcast about nothing with a little, <laughs> a little bit, bit of, of everything. everything. No, actually, you didn't. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I thought oh, yeah, he said is. it right. I don't even know our logo. So you just come here to listen to random um, stuff that we talk about. It's a structured podcast. You'll get the same thing week to week. If you like it, that's great. If you think it's trash, I don't know what to tell you. And I am Tristan, a.k.a. Stan, here along with some of my nearest and dearest co-hosts. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Kay. As you know, I am the beauty and the brains behind this podcast, making sure these two fools stay in line and give you the facts you want to talk about with your friends in the lunchroom. What? The lunchroom? <laughs> What's our demographics? Ah, uh, anyway, this is this is Jay the Gray, jokester, friend, quiz master, and lover of cheese, even though I'm not supposed to eat it. Anyway. Why uh, are you not supposed to eat cheese? I'm lactose intolerant. So somebody's telling you, hey, don't eat cheese? Anyway. Don't so, conform. So. You could tolerate all the lactose you want. I have a joke for you. Here it goes. What do you call shorts that clouds wear? Wait, shorts? Yes, shorts. <laughs> that clouds wear? This. Yes. Kubernetes. <laughs> <laughs> Compute engine. Thunderwear. Uh. I love you all. I'd buy that for a what? What's, why is that You're gonna buy thunderwear for a dollar? Why not? It sounds cool. How y'all it's vi- doing? It's vibrating underwear. Oh my god! All right, okay, get us out. All right. <laughs> As always, we have to give a shout out to our favorite resident DJ, DJ O'Neill, mixing all the tunes each and every Saturday from 6p to 8p on KGVoiceRadio.com. Playing all the hits from reggae, dancehall, calypso, soca, R&B, hip-hop, funk, (laughs) disco. Whatever you want to hear, he'll play it. Give him a shout-out. Call in. Request your song. He'll play it. You can get down. You can groove. You can shake your groove thing with your man, with your woman, with your friend, with your brother, with your sister. Whatever you want to do. Each and every Saturday from 6P to 8P. There you go. You heard it here first. And now, to kick off this pod, we are moving on with what we love to call our Hot Buzz Topics. It's when we gather a bunch of topics from all over the globe, all over the planet, all over the solar system. No news is safe. No news is safe. <laughs> you can send it over to us to our Twitter, at You Said It Not Me. Uh, pod, uh, Instagram, at You Said It Not Me. Email. You said it not me pod at gmail.com. Just whatever you want us to, to look at, get eyes on, review. Throw it our way. And for our first story, lab analysis determines tuna could not be found in Subway's tuna sandwiches. According to reports, Subway may not be serving real tuna sandwiches. The New York Times published a study that revealed lab tests didn't find any, quote, amplifiable tuna DNA, end quote, in Subway's tuna sandwich. So what the hell are we eating? It kind of hurts me because that's all I got at Subway. <laughs> if it wasn't the tuna, then it was the chicken teri- the sweet onion chicken teriyaki. Oh, wow. But if we're not eating tuna, what are we eating? What if the meat identified as tuna? Oh, yeah. 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 Was that trans meat? Was that? <laughs> Am I not supposed to say that? It's like a transracial? Wow. Um, so back to the tuna. Yes, back to the tuna. Maybe it was a different kind of fish. Maybe maybe it read tuna, but it was really pronounced like something else, like tunai or tunai, tunai with change. It, it damn sure does taste like tuna. Well, sort have of. you tried tunai? No, I don't know. You just made that up. <laughs> so so JTG, no no Subway tuna sandwich for you? Uh, no. Okay. I can't remember the last up? time I stepped into a Subway and said, yeah, I want a sandwich. <laughs> I used to go there. They advertised their $5 foot long. I was a hungry lad. Oh, that was a good song. Five. Five, five dollar. dollar. 
Five dollar foot long. Five dollar foot Man, long. The jokes flew in retrospect. Oh, with absolutely. The, uh, the Jared. Absolutely. Guy. Oh God, Jared. It's now rotting in. I still want to believe he really did lose weight by just eating Subway sandwiches. Uh-uh. He must have had the fake tuna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he just crapped it out every day and that helped him lose weight. All right. For our next story, we're all about financial literacy here and getting to the bag. Mm-hmm. So there is a restaurant called Lane's Chicken Fingers. And what they're doing is they're offering teens $50,000 in salary. And that's because there's a shortage of, you know, workers. Mm-hmm. What Everybody if I felt remote. like a teen at heart? So, so I want to ask y'all, what did y'all, what did y'all consider a big check when you're up and coming young whippersnappers? $800. $800 check? <laughs> Damn, that's a How old are you getting an $800 check? 17, 18. Wow. Were you guys not getting you know it? Think about it. It's $400 no, yeah. a week. Yeah. yeah. You know what? When I'm thinking about it now, JTG, I think we're racking in like over a G. Yeah. Working at Right Playland. See? And you're yeah. looking at me like I'm crazy. No, nah, because I thought if you said any younger, I would look at you like you were crazy. But, yeah. you know, my 15-year-old checks, about $600. $603. And you take it and just and blow it all in Jordan's. rich, right? Yeah, of course. If I got that check now, mm-hmm. I'd be concerned mm-hmm. that I have nowhere to live or <laughs> nothing to eat for the next coming two weeks. <laughs> just like a, a couple bills to be paid you, and you start you looking around. Like, that's when you have to rejigger. Okay. But can't pay this. If I pay two dollars towards this, yeah. if I hit the minimum on this, yeah. like that's yeah. when you got to get strategic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You saw an eight hundred dollar check come in. Yeah, you right. got to do an Excel spreadsheet and anything. Yep, <laughs> wear glasses and a calculator. Just <laughs> going ham. For our next story, quote: Pizzeria Karen. This lady was just going crazy in New York City. I guess New York is back. On June eleventh, there was an altercation, and a black mother who was paying for her order while holding her five-month-old daughter with her four-year-old son beside her. This pizzeria Karen just went off, calling the the baby the N word, and then she poured red pepper flakes in the baby's face. Like, what? hold on, what I, I don't mean to laugh, but the baby got all that smoke. The baby got the smoke. Like, what? What did the what did the, the five month old baby do? Yeah, that's just wild. How you look at the baby and call it the N word, and, and then, then throw red paper flakes. pepper flakes on it when you have beef with the mom? Like, what? I don't know. That's that's. I guess that's equivalent to picking on somebody your own size. That's probably it. I, I mean, then again, I guess that would be a good tactic to do if you want to just get out of there quickly. Like you know that it's this like lady a smoke bomb. Yeah, like because you, you know, know like the baby, baby ain't gonna that, touch you. So now the baby can't identify you. The five month old. Not not. <laughs> it can't. It can't identify you. Not with pepper in the baby's eyes. <laughs> I mean, if you want the the mother to instantly turn around and take care of the five five month old baby, mm-hmm. you do then that. She won't. Right? Ra- she won't drag you exactly, out. Exactly. I you don't know. I run. feel like I feel like the sweet Z lady will put me down and then drag her. And drag her right, yeah. 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 That she sounds about it. Sit yeah. here and then go drag her across the floor. For our next story, airlines say flight passengers have gotten heavier. So now there are now new rules. That <laughs> there are now new safety rules being set. So I mean, you know, the, the COVID twenty weight catching up to everybody. Mm-hmm. Now everybody wants to go and fly, and they're they're a bit heavier. So, okay, you gonna follow the rules? I think I'm under the guideline. How do you know? I don't think I. I don't even think I hit the minimum requirement to have a my bag checked in. Like if I was a bag, I can't. Even, I don't need to be checked in <laughs> okay. at all. So you are the bag. Eighty pounds? Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even hit that. Okay. I don't. I don't need an extra seat. However, I do feel mm-hmm. that if you are not comfortable in that one baby seat, you should probably get to for you, you and your neighbor. Listen to Kay, listener. She's a world traveler. Indeed. For our next story. An Uber Eats driver abducts family's cat during a delivery. Wait. The family is pleading for its safe return. Wait. Maybe the cat asked to leave. It's possible. On some help me. And then just, you know, walked into the sack. I hate it here. And just, yeah. And walked into the sack. We don't know. Cats are, cats. Cats are very independent. Cats are very smart, too. Mm -hmm. I know, I'm pretty sure that cat knew what it was doing. Mm -hmm. The brazen cat napping took place in Studio City, California. That is when Patrick Lewis noticed that his pet cat of 18 years named Hog was missing. Wait, he years? just noticed? He immediately began searching for her and then asking his neighbors for assistance. That is when one of them came forward to tell him that they'd witnessed a woman pick up the feline. 18-year-old cat. That's an old cat. That's an old cat. That's a very old cat. He must cat. really love Hog. Yeah. 
It's a pussy napping. All right. Patrick, we he hope really, you find... You really grabbed her by the pussy. Really hope you find your oh 18-year-old pussy. Oh, my gosh. For our next story. South African woman who said she gave birth to 10 babies. <laughs> you like that pregnant pause I did there? Oh, my God. No. I admitted get, I in, get it. Admitted into psych ward. Because she, she gave birth to 10 babies. I did a pregnant pause. Never mind. Never mind. It's a pregnant pause? What is it? Yeah. What's a pregnant pause? It's a long pause. It's called pregnant pause? Mm. Are you learning something live yeah, on air? Yeah. I, I never heard of a pregnant pause. To be fair, people don't really say that. Like, at all. I thought it was called a dramatic pause. No, no, that that's fine too. Yeah. But a pregnant pause? It's, 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 yeah. Does it last for nine months? Uh, keep going Stan <laughs> South Africans forgive me Gosaimai Thamara mm-hmm. Sitol she's 37 went viral after news broke that she had given birth to decouplets however her sanity is now being questioned after medical <laughs> officials start questioning if she actually did give birth to that amount of children posting according to the New York Post why is this a problem just go count the babies what are you just just taking her word for it? The news outlet reports the woman was taken and evaluated by a medical team at Tembisia Hospital in Johannesburg last week. Quote: The medical evaluation has shown that there was no pregnancy. Oh, that's zero. Wow, yeah. this shorty never gave zero. birth. It also shows that there are no physical scars to indicate a recent C-section. Yo, what's up with this lady? So, where's the ten babies? How you get a phantom? Pre- Is it a phantom pregnancy? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. But is this ten babies? Yeah, I don't know what. Is happened. this what happened with Mary and Joseph? Or is this different? I thought she actually gave birth. Did D- she not? Didn't she actually give birth? I don't know. And there's like, is there evidence? Is there was there a doctor that helped her? Did she have a C-section? There's multiple books written multiple about the books, person. But who watched? Who watched? From what I can understand, <laughs> animals. The pregnancy? <laughs> oh, the animals. animals. The animals watched. So the animals yeah. delivered they, they, the baby. She gave yeah. birth in a manger. There's like a, a goat next to him and like yeah. a rabbit. Yeah. There's animals. That's like mad a off. Mm-hmm. For animals to be in my hotel room. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really. Yeah, there was a room give... at the end. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was no room was at no the end. I need to go listen to my Christmas songs again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're singing about? <laughs> right? Yeah. Away in the manger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do you turn away a pregnant woman from an inn? Where is that person? There's no room. I really hope. You want a pregnant woman in your room? You trying to sleep? Isn't isn't an inn a motel with multiple rooms? Yes. Yeah. Do you want a pregnant woman in your room? If she was about to give birth to the Messiah, then yes. You don't know that, Kay. You think she's just as crazy as this 10, no, 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 10 no. baby did, woman. Did she not know she was giving birth to him? To the Messiah? Yeah. Yo, listen she to She didn't listen, know? Kayla, Kayla. Oh, no, she didn't hang know. Hang on, hang on here. Hang on here. Excuse me. I'm hang asking on. our resident Bible guide. Okay. Excuse me, JTG. Did she not know she was giving birth to Jesus? She, she definitely did. She did. So she did know she was giving birth okay. to the Messiah. Okay. Why would she not play that card? Kay. Just so Kayla, you know, when please. this baby comes out, the world's over, and I'm the only that, one that can save I don't you. Think and the only one that can save Kay. you, but you're going to turn can. me away. Okay. okay, so let's use her logic. Good, yeah. If yeah. she's she's waiting on line. You know, I'm waiting on line? You're waiting on a long line. You've been there for so much, and a pregnant lady comes up to you and says, Excuse me, please, can I get in front of you? I really need to need to get here. I'm gonna and you ask, say. I'm going to say, Are you giving birth to the Messiah? And then she's going to say, yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, please, go ahead. I must be drunk. Can you can you get us out of here, please? So no. what's the next topic? <laughs> Thank you. No, no we're not going to continue this. No. Thank you, man. <sighs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what happened, man. What just happened? I, I promise you, listeners, we're professional podcasters. I promise you. You're supposed to be the Bible guide. Are you, you're having a hard time admitting. <laughs> that innkeeper's dead, just so y'all know. Wait, I mean... Uh, from 2,000 years ago? All right, all right. For our next so what's story. the next topic, yeah, man? For our next story. According to the New York Post, the cop, a cop that was busted for sniffing cocaine off of a model's breast mm-hmm. is now doing OnlyFans. I suppose that's one of the best places to sniff coke off of. Breast? I'm just Isn't cocaine illegal? Wait, it people, is illegal. People illegal are activity? paying him to watch him sniff breast now? Yes. Wait, with cocaine? Yeah. Isn't cocaine illegal? He's also a cop. 
Wait, I thought he's an ex-cop. Yeah, he's, he's an ex-cop. Yeah, he's, the a, he's not a cop room. anymore. He's an OnlyFans man. You still have access to the evidence room. I'm sure he has his mans if flipping you, him some stuff. If you listen to the last pod, I wonder if he's aware that you know OnlyFans is pivoting away from all the porn. I don't think he knows. So is he just trying to you know make a quick buck and get out of there? I think he's trying to do a quick bump. Uh, yeah, 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 good stuff. For our next story, a drunk driver named Booze busted for allegedly crashing into a Taco Bell sign. First of all, he's disrespectful. Second of all, it's a she. Yeah. Kanisha Booz, 34 <laughs> of St. Petersburg, was arrested when an officer spotted her allegedly speeding through two red lights near the fast food joint at 10.20 p.m. When a cop confronted the aptly named driver, she was allegedly wobbly with bloodshot, watery eyes, and an odor of an alcoholic beverage on her breath. So, yeah. She got drunk, ran through red lights, and crashed into a Taco Bell. Maybe she, she was hungry. She wanted a taco. Yeah. But she's disrespectful. How <laughs> dare you hit a Taco Bell sign? She could have hit a Chipotle sign. Oh, my God. She could have wow. hit a, a Tex-Mex sign. She could have hit the, the the one, the other Mexican joint. She could have hit anything. She hits Taco Bell. She's rude. Kay went to her entire Rolodex of Mexican fast food joints. <laughs> shout out to Kanisha Booz. Is that a shout out? No. Why would sh- <laughs> yeah, Why would out- you sound... Shouting Bro. out people who are drunk driving. So what's the next topic? So this one, I, I'm curious to get your opinions on this one because I think that it shouldn't have went down like this. Police stop exorcism in Home Depot lumber aisle. Pennsylvania police claimed they were called to a Home Depot on a report of, quote, disorderly people having an exorcism, end quote, in the lumber aisle. So my problem here is if there's an exorcism taking place, why do you stop it? Don't you have to release the demon and then, you know, you're doing good for the world? Why are we stopping, keeping the demon inside? I'm going to turn this over to our Bible guide. Please. What? I'm so should, we, should we stop exorcisms in local areas? Why would an exorcism be taking place in the Home Depot? I don't understand. It's all the wood you need to make crosses. Yeah, that's, I, that's where I was going. So what's the next topic? Before we Why are we jumping away from this topic? This is very important. If you saw an exorcism happening in Home Depot, are you going to you should actually help. You have the most biblical experience than any of what us. What is here. happening? I'll I'll leave y'all with, with the with the last comment on this article. What's here. The last comment? It says, quote, the power drill of Christ compels you. End quote. <laughs> yep, there we go. All the more reason right. to do exorcisms in Home Depot. All right. For our All next right. story, I'm going to be asking Kay for some money soon, our, our Massachusetts native here. Well, for like four years when you went there for school. But Massachusetts town creates fund to pay reparations to eligible black residents. Kay, are you getting any of that? I ain't getting crap. I'm not a resident. You were there for four years for school. Yeah, four years ago. Doesn't matter. You should fight. You should check. There's no expiration. What am I checking? All right, never mind. There's no expiration on reparation. So, okay, let me just get this straight. So I just go to them and say, yo, I'm here for my reparation. (laughs) Yes. And they just going to give it to me? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) For our next story, shout out to Cardi B. Mm. Her and uh, Offset, her on again, off again husband. Now have another baby on the way. You could be on and off again in marriage? I think so. sure. You can be on and off if you want. Depends on the switch. Okay. So, J.P. Morgan Chase, one of the biggest uh, financial institutions, longest running in this great nation. Mm. Chase Bank accidentally deposits $50 billion in couples' account and say it was a glitch. You know, we always hear about people getting hacked and different security issues and stuff. This is what we need. I need somebody over there. Hey, if you're listening over at the Chase Bank main location wherever it is just you know press the button accidentally and deposit five billion into my account please <laughs> please i'll just take a like take like shave like five I million have a question. off mm-hmm. do i have to return that money like if, like if i saw five billion that. and i withdrew immediately am i liable for that money like absolutely. is my is my account now overdrawn or absolutely if you ever see if you ever see look i'll tell you what if i woke up checked my bank account and saw 50 billion i just ignore it i just ignore it because it's only a matter of time before they realize the error of their their mistake that's Mm -hmm. one and two if you touch any of that money 
oh, it's your ass. So, so you really got to pay it back? Yes. But it wasn't my... I didn't put it in there. It's you not put your it in money. there. It's not your money. Sensu, it's, it's their money. It's mine now. It's in my account. <laughs> it's in my account. It's my money now. That... that Yo, okay. That that logic would not work. That logic would not work. You, you'd not be negative get a for the rest of lawyer. your life. Sorry? I just got to get a shady lawyer. A shady lawyer? Mm-hmm. I don't think a shady lawyer would be enough to fight Chase Bank. If I got a gangster, if I got a gangster shady lawyer, they're going to try. They're going to try and help me keep my fifty bill if they want one bill. Fifty bill. That doesn't even sound right. It doesn't. All right, for our next story, doctors basically they're they're creating a new thing to to help uh, diet in New Zealand and UK, and it's basically lockjaw. It's a mechanism to keep your mouth shut, and you only go on a liquid only diet. Why would anybody do this? Desperation. Really All right. Like yeah. you literally, you lit- your jaw is literally locked on some Kanye joint, <laughs> and you can only sip wow. scissor through the wire. Yeah, scissor. Mm-hmm. Wait. <laughs> she, showed, she showed the age right now. You said scissor. Scissor. All right. Okay, for our next story, we <laughs> talked about the poor cat Hog, the 18-year-old cat being uh, abducted. Here's a bit of a feel-good story to balance that out. A missing dog returns home in the middle of the night and rings doorbell. That's awesome. When the doorbell rang in the middle of the night, a couple in South Carolina, anxious about their missing dog, was surprised. They were even more taken aback when they discovered that their beloved dog not, had not only come home, but also figured out how to operate the electrical equipment. Yeah, that dog went to go see his fam. Yeah. <laughs> you got a fam on yeah, the side? Yeah, fam. <laughs> so throw it into your Google machine and you'll see the dog on the ring cam basically walking up. He went to go visit up, his fam. Check the ring cam. The dog is basically walking up, ringing the doorbell, and waiting to come home and eat some kibbles and bits. Do they still eat kibbles and bits? I think so. All right, there you go. That might be a thing. So that's a feel-good story to balance out the, the 18-year-old pussy that went missing. Yo. What? All right. Next topic. <laughs> That was a declarative statement. Before he's asking a question, what's it? Not just next topic. Like, damn. Yeah, he's done. You don't want to hear about eighteen-year-old wrinkle pussies. Well, why is it advancing? Yo, <laughs> yo, what's it? Yo, what's the next topic? Quickly, quickly, please. All right. Trigger warning for this next story. A fourteen-year-old rape case solved after rapist uploads his DNA to ancestry website. What? A Florida man named Jared Vaughn was recently charged with rape after purchasing a consumer DNA kit, uploading his genetic code to a genealogy tracking website, and having his genetic code matched to a DNA sample collected from when he allegedly attacked a girl in 2007. Wow. So there you go. He's there doing, like it's like Ancestry.com or something, trying to figure out... How long if, does your DNA stay in... In, in the evidence? Yeah, how well, long does my DNA lit? Oh, not mine, but how long does a criminal's DNA stay in the database? The you so I'm I'm surprised that our resident cold case expert is asking this question. <laughs> yes, where I she's am. watching never, crimes being solved from like from 50 1930s. Years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just I'm just wondering. I'm just. Um, I just I just know that when it comes to like rape kits and stuff like that, in many cases, rape kits just sit there. Um, it sounds like they actually processed this rape kit that they had for the the young person but um they just didn't have a match for it and i wasn't aware that ancestry uh gave like law enforcement oh, yeah. access to yeah. dna i didn't Is know that, that. Some, it's probably something you sign when you go yeah, like you turn enter, 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 yep. enter 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 yeah. oh that's that's interesting wow but they just asked for saliva no uh the, your dna is in your saliva i believe your dna is in pretty much everything yeah yeah pretty much everything teeth yeah one thing i think i'm not too sure if it's in urine i have to double check i don't think i don't think so yeah is it in your all right well it's in your damn dna in your poop happy that so your dna gets flushed like every day yeah okay what (laughs) yeah what's the next topic yeah shout out to that case being solved just in case something happens and your joints in the sewer system and if it lands up at a crime scene then you're screwed what i don't think it's gonna last that okay i don't think that's how it's all that idea oh okay for our next story a big shout out let's let's run the air horn one time is it a shout out is it a shout out it's a shout out Mexico's Supreme Court ruled to decriminalize the recreational use of marijuana so now okay when you go down to isla hole blocks 
you can get your fish taco sprinkled with a little bit of cannabis. I have no idea what there. he's talking about. Wait. What? Isn't that where you go? Isla Hoblox? I have no idea what he's talking Isla about. Isla Hoblox? She goes to some fancy island in Mexico. What is it? I don't know why he would think that. And if I did, why he wouldn't say it on air oh, for anyone gonna who find wanted our listeners to are gonna murder go to Isla me. Isla Hoblox. to murder me. If somebody hates me and thinks I'm a stupid bitch on this podcast and they want to come over and murder that, me. Now they yes, know, now they know where I'm Florida. going to be. I can go to Mexico. Yes. They're going to meet you in Mexico to yes. kill you. Yes. Yes, you don't watch Eat True Hollywood Story. Uh, You're right, Kay. Kay is absolutely right. There are some crazy people. And to back that up for our next story. Man who jumped from moving plane at LAX had been smoking meth on and off for days. So, first, I have so many questions here because, one, it's a moving plane. Right. How do you get out? Right. When the plane is moving, it's like Fort Knox. You can't lock up everything. So, I don't don't understand. The plane is... So, then, on top of that, he's been smoking meth on and off for days. Like, it's drinking alcohol or something like that. What do you... You just start a little bit of meth and you're good, you're sober. You're like, you know, I'm going to go back. Why did I think you injected meth? I don't. What, how do you? How do you access? I, how do you? What do you I, I actually have no idea how you. I think uh, I'm pretty sure you mess. smoke it. I, What's the one in the spoon? Is that heroin? Meth? Oh, that one gets that, injected. Yes. Yeah, that one. Yes. So meth. It's, isn't that the crystallized? I think, smoke, joint? I think you smoke meth. You smoke meth. You smoke meth. Yeah. It's the crystallized joint, right? I think yeah, because it, it's crystal meth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you smoke that. The man who jumped out of the emergency exit of a moving United Airlines yeah. plane at LAX. On Friday, had told the FBI he had been smoking crystal meth for days before yeah. boarding the flight. Luis Antonio Victoria Dominguez, 33 of La Paz, Mexico, whispered to the passenger next to him that he was planning to jump out. According to court documents obtained by the Washington Post, quote, I'm serious, he said to the woman. Imagine you're on a flight. Maybe it was more like, I'm serious. Imagine you're on a flight and a Mexican man just leans over to you and says, Yo, I'm going to jump out the plane. Then I say, okay, okay, go sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, go sleep. What are you doing? How are you going to get out? Yo, he must have been high out of his ass to lead over and whisper. Have you ever watched the flight attendant actually secure and lock the door? Yeah. He didn't care. Yeah. You can't get out. So unless he put a small hole in the in the window, I don't understand how he came, how he got out. Unless the flight attendant was boozing or passed out. Like, how do they pass you? Wait. How did he pass the flight attendants to get out of the moving plane tanisha booze is also a flight attendant apparently meth gives people powers yeah (laughs) yeah yo sometimes people be high as hell and be having powers bro like sometimes they be like uh like police they try to tase them and nothing happens (laughs) yo homeboy probably jumped out of 500 feet in the air just landed in god walk away so he stronghold the flight attendants mm-hmm. ripped open the door and then landed on his feet and ran. <laughs> that, is yeah. that what we're saying? <laughs> Going by I like business. the story. Is that, is that what he said? He went to McDonald's or something. Because that's a long jump. Alright. For our next story. We're not here to get anybody in trouble or cause any controversies, but what? the New York Post listed the top 20 cities for cheating in the U.S. Yeah, so if your on man tests? or your chick says they're about to go to oh. this city... They about to cheat on you. Wow. So I'm I'm pretty sure people are thinking, you know, a lot of the stereotypical fun towns that Miami. You know, yeah. That people want to um cheat in. I'm just gonna run down the let's do like the, the top five and then I'll just name some notable ones. Okay, top five. But again, if you hear your shorty tell you that they go into this place more than three times, they're cheating on you. Again, we're not here to cause any issues or anything. Number five. Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, wow. Okay, you're wow. Ohio native, oh, wow. sort of. What I, do you, first do you, of all, I'm not an Ohio native, no. so let's not do that. Let's not give misdirection in this. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Cincinnati, Ohio a couple of summers as I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Did you witness a lot of cheating? I didn't see shit. Ain't that town didn't see is any boring cheating. as hell. So I guess it's, Maybe that's why that's why it's easy for you to go and cheat because mm-hmm. ain't nobody checking for you. Okay, number four for another uh, K native. Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Wow. I'm, I'm just kind of noticing see, a theme here, I but I don't want to say anything. I can see that, though. I can see Atlanta. There's okay. a lot of people You go there quite often, don't you? My family lives there, okay? okay. And right. do you witness cheating? I don't see don't any cheating. Well, I know. I'm not trying to get nobody in trouble on this on the air, but... Number three. Another place that, you know, I 
think K goes quite often. Las Vegas, Nevada. Wow. First of all, I went on work and you came with me. Oh, did you witness any cheating? I'm I'm not not here to get anybody in trouble. (laughs) Number two. Another cheek goes there quite often as well. Orlando, Florida. Wow. Wow. My grandmother lives down Mm, there. Disney World is down there. You know I'm a huge Disney fan, so don't even start. Not touching this. this. And our number one town. It's weird because she already mentioned it. Don't you think that's a little bit weird? Miami, Florida. <laughs> Wait, say that, say that. Miami, Florida. <laughs> Do you want to talk? I mean, the top you five. You know, is, Mateo lives in Fort Lauderdale, and it's, it's always easy, a family, a friend. That's the reason for I'm us going to meet in Miami, Miami and have a great day. Okay. I will be uh, not be here for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> All right, I'm gone. Just, just weird. You know, I'm not here to cause any problems. I know you're not here to cause any problems or troubles, but I'm pretty sure we all been to these places. Uh, we have all seen these places. Yeah, but you know, some people go there more than others. Um, <laughs> more than half the woman that I talked to, the person that did the report, said, um, "They said, quote, I'm in a sexless marriage, or I'm not having orgasms, and oh, that's wow. why I'm cheating." Okay. So women are picking up themselves, going to these top five, top twenty cities to so go find locate orgasms. So they can find Tyrone. They want Long to to tongue Tyrone yeah. strikes or, again. Orgasm Otis. Orgasm, orgasm Otis. Otis. Jesus Christ. Orgasm Otis. Orgasm Otis. What is? What's the next topic, man? Hey, before we move on, I'm just right, gonna what, name what some notable got? cities on here that kind of caught me by surprise. <laughs> orgasm Otis. Uh, Boise, Idaho. I, what? I, Boise, Yo, Idaho. What? This is what I said before, man. Yo, Boise, <laughs> Idaho. Boise, Idaho, they're giving it up. Uh-huh. St. Paul, Minnesota, they're giving it up. Okay. Yeah. Spokane, Washington, they're giving it up. Okay. Uh, Anchorage, Alaska. Alaska? Alaska's they're, giving the it up? The Inuits it's are giving cold. it up. It's too cold to cheat. They're cheating uh, in Alaska? Tus- Tuscan, Arizona, they're giving it up. I see that. Colorado Tuscan, Springs, they're giving it up. Colorado. Yeah. And Baton Rouge, down in the bayou. They're oh. giving it up. New York's on that list too. Only Buffalo, Buffalo. New York. Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, New York is where they're giving Didn't it up. Your brother go to Buffalo, New York. She's he trying actually, to get out of this. She's in so much hot water right now. My sister in law. So I'm gonna check her Buffalo. phone for a you guy can named check Otis. My phone. Ain't nothing in my phone. I'm gonna check for a young man named Otis. <laughs> or get some Otis. <laughs> right. Oh. For our next story, Atlanta woman wakes up in her bed to find exotic African cat in her bed. Wait, what? She basically woke up and found like a mountain lion in her bed. <laughs> <laughs> she must be a hard ass sleeper for right. her to walk in her house, jump because you know cats don't just walk onto yeah, your bed; they, they jump. jump onto your bed. Yeah, she probably thought mm-hmm. it was her man or something. Her cheating man or her regular man? Because this is Atlanta. Or was it Otis? So maybe it was. When was the last time you went to Atlanta? It could be her. Che- I haven't been to Atlanta in a long time. Vegas? Sir. Is that what you, is Otis? Miami? Orlando? <laughs> is that you? Anyways, for our next story. Otis, you back again. Does <laughs> <laughs> so she think Otis is, a, is the mountain lion? Is Otis? <laughs> <laughs> she thought Otis was, prou- was, was pouncing on the bed to go mash it up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here, baby. For our next story. <laughs> Virginia woman defends relationship with man, 44 years her senior. Connie, Connie Cotton, 24, met Herb Dickinson, 68, when she began volunteering at the Charlottesville Homeless Shelter. Wait. He worked at in 2018. Oh. The two bonded over addiction recovery and quickly moved in together. Four months later, while Cotton was celebrating 18 months sobriety, he proposed. Wait. So, yeah, it's a, it's a 68-year-old black man with a 24-year-old white woman, and they bonded over addiction, and now... You know, they're a couple, and the internet is having problems with it. Proposed? Yeah. So Four months. Oh, shoot. Life is passing I mean, him by. Listen. Uh, love is Chris, love? love? Get that money, yeah. honey. And, and you know what? Money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're consenting adults. I mean. It's not like she's 18. She's 24. Yeah. Like I said, get that money, honey. It's not illegal. Money? They came from a homeless shelter. The two of them. Why do you keep saying that? Oh, they did? Yes. Yeah. 
Yo, oh, she said it the first time I let it go. No, I thought she was. No, Kayla. I thought she was. I thought they were volunteering at a homeless shelter for other homeless people. I didn't know that they nah. themselves were homeless. I don't know. I think he worked there. They said. I think they said that he worked there. They both bonded over addiction. Addiction. So they were co- overcoming oh, addiction. addiction. Yeah, they were overcoming. I thought you addiction. meant addiction like words and conversation. Oh. Just <laughs> what? Seriously? Yeah, I thought he kept saying they um they bonded over addiction. No, no, no. Addiction. I didn't hear, I didn't addiction. hear. Addiction. addiction. Like overcoming like the two of them might have been doing meth on and off i did not hear that i heard diction oh yeah when it came to that guy that mm-hmm. jumped out the plane he broke his leg <laughs> he broke his leg yeah i hope I, it was I worth it that. shout out to Luis. Anyway, oh continue. they bonded right. over addiction for our next story not diction i can't believe this this is amazing continuing <laughs> with love being love former correctional officer sentenced for having sex with inmate a former female correctional officer was sentenced Tuesday to two years probation and seven months behind bars for having sex with an inmate at California's Fresno jail. Was it Otis? Tina Gonzalez was arrested in May 2020 after a tip launched an investigation that determined that she had a relationship with a male inmate. Mm. So the correctional officers can't have sex with the inmates. You watch a lot of your prison You know shows. they cannot. They cannot. You know they cannot. I don't, I've never been an inmate. Not even in the that. closet, not before lunch, not if, before breakfast, not in the stairway. They just, mm-hmm. it's not right. What if they frequently travel to like Miami, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, Cincinnati, the, Ohio? The inmate or the correctional officer? For our next story. <laughs> HBO cancels Lovecraft Country. It's not coming back for season two. It was... An awesome show. I believe we were rec- recommended it. I think we actually recommended it. Yeah. Oh, it just breaks my heart. No, it's not coming back, but you know, it's it's there. If you want to rewatch it, I go check it out. I wonder if people were getting too upset of about black history. The black history that's not taught in books. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Or it could be because it was written by that strange ass dude. So this this is confusing because, you know, in this article here I'm reading, it was one of the most watched shows. Um, word of mouth made it grow. It premiered um, at 10 million viewers, which is mm. pretty pretty damn good. That's a good, yeah. It, but, was, yeah. Pro- it was probably too expensive. Yeah, it was a, there was a lot of effects. There was a lot of theatrics, and, and, a lot of special effects, a yeah. lot of things happening, a lot of flowing in and out of time periods. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, it's on HBO where changes. The, the bar is uh, Game of Thrones, and they also have some Game of Thrones shows coming in the works. So, you know, you got to splash that cash. I feel like it would have did great, though. Yeah. I, I, I think mean, it it's. I think it's, I honestly think it's because it's fear. We, mm-hmm. we. I think it's fear because like the to, like with the Tulsa riots and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was too woke and people weren't ready for it. It was a great episode, rough but a great episode. And there you go. Those are our spicy, hot, sizzling tops. Wait. Wait. That was our that, buzz. That was the buzz. And now we're moving on to our sweet ah, yeah. hot. Oh, so that was, I, was, I, was, I didn't like, eat no spicy right. bees. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, spicy those bees. Those again. were our hot buzz. <laughs> they go the spicy topics. bees again. Oh, the man. Hot buzz topics. Jesus. <laughs> Yo, the bees were frying. <laughs> oh, boy. Hot tater tots. Topic of the show. It's an acronym. Like, um, TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. Yeah, there you go. It's okay. JTG, what do you got for tots? So, this week's tots will be talking about relationships, specifically of the marriage persuasion. Now, all right. Whatever, man. Let me say my words. So, this week's tots is what is a relationship considered dead if someone proposes and the person that's being proposed to says no is the relationship dead after okay we, i would love i'm at the edge of my seat to hear your perspective on this as a professional woman of the podcast well not necessarily oh. depending on the circumstances okay if we've been together for 10 days and you propose and i go <laughs> no we could still be together and grow but if we've been together for like eight years and i turn around and say uh no Mm. then you move on 
So time is the main factor. Yeah, and it also depends on your age. Because if you're mad young and mm-hmm. you say no and you say you want to get to know each other a little bit longer or we're not ready or whatever and you can do it again down the line, that's totally fine. But With at the same, the same person time, down the line? If you want to, if you're really in love. and if, But if I'm like 50 or 70 <laughs> and somebody tells me no, then yeah, it's done. <laughs> why 70? Like, why? Because I'm not going to start over. <laughs> At 70, I'm not starting over. Why not? So if you say no at 70, then it's a wrap. I'm just going to die single. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> but aren't people, like, these days especially, aren't people, like, just going ahead and just going for it these days? Like, yeah, I know my significant other died. Um, and, yeah, I'm 75, but I can find love again. Like, aren't people just, well, like, going fine, for it? Well, that's fine, but your question was if somebody rejected them. Mm-hmm. So, yes, if I got rejected, Mm -hmm. I have a big ego. Mm -hmm. I'm going to walk away and say, screw you. And I'm going to sleep with your sister, sleep with your mom, sleep with whoever, just to make you feel stupid. But but if I'm 75, can't I just go ahead and just ask again? Like... I have the I have the time. Any wait, as in ask somebody else or ask the same person. I same just person. Same no. person. You probably, done. Why it's not? Done. If you're already the age, you probably don't even remember. You're, nope, you're cut off. <laughs> Damn, it's done. That, you know how embarrassing that is to get on one knee, <laughs> mm-hmm. everyone looking at you, taking pictures, and the person goes, "Can you? Can you get on one knee at seventy five? I mean, I yes. hope to be able to get on one knee at seventy five. I really do. Well, and somebody looks at you and say, "Can you get up?" <laughs> so I know some women they use it as a badge of honor to say the amount of times they got proposed to. Seriously? Yeah, like on you know social media wars on Twitter sometimes, uh, you see women talking about oh I got proposed to three times, I got proposed to two times, and you know not all proposals are created equal. Of course not. Where you could be in a situation where you're both 19 in college and somebody proposes to you, right? Yeah, that's a proposal, but is it really? It could be. And then, you know, when you get into the world and maybe you have a three-year relationship, let's say, and you Mm -hmm. get a proposal then, Mm -hmm. you know, that's that's a pretty hefty proposal. And some people, they propose on some, they're pressing the emergency button to save the marriage. Now, you take those, you know, those those fringe cases Mm -hmm. and we focus on, you know, the standard, let's say, typical and defined proposal. Mm -hmm. That is a proposal where, you know, you've been with someone for a significant amount of time where you're expressing your interest in being with that person for the rest of your life. That's a life partner right there. You're all I need. I hope I'm all you need. Will you marry me? Right? Because that's what that's what marriage is. is. Okay. It's, a, it's a partnership. If we get to that point where we've built something and I say, will you marry me? And I'm on my, my one knee, my one good knee, and you <laughs> look at me and say, no, I'm leaving. Sorry. I'll go find somebody else. What are we doing here? What if the goal? What is the goal of dating? Is it to have sex? Is it to get pum pum? Is it to dash out good D? What is the point of dating if not to, you know, some people date to marry, some people don't. They date to date. Now, if you're on that same page of dating to marry, mm-hmm. and then you're presented with the opportunity to get married, and you say no, I'm out of here. You wasted my time. I'm gonna go find somebody that's ready to get married. So, yeah, the relationship is dead if you say no. <laughs> Uh, you guys both brought up some really good points. Um, I I think that it would really depend for me. It would depend on the amount of time that I invested in this particular relationship. That's one. Um, two, just knowing how I am, I think that I would probably wait a little while before I actually get down on that knee and propose. Um, yeah, I, I think that if I'm with someone for a few years and I decide to propose and they say no, yeah, I'm out. I, it, it, it makes me feel like... Do you slap them on your way out? <laughs> no, I don't slap them on my way out. I'm just like... Do you break their vase on your way out? <laughs> you know, and there's so many things. Okay, like I'm thinking of it like this too. Okay, what if we're already living together, right? And I propose to you and you say no. I, I feel like it's going to be super awkward. No, it won't. When she goes to work, you pack her shit, leave it at the door, mm-hmm. and Whoa. change the locks. That's, wow. Wow. This sounds like some movie shit. Yeah. Like, like we're not together anymore. You told me no. Can we Can we edit that whole scenario out before Tyler Perry hears this? <laughs> <laughs> like, what if I... Well, okay, let's go even further. What if both of our names are on the lease? 
Mm. Like, let's say we're in an apartment, right? And both of our names are on the lease. And I propose to you, and you say no. Like, so don't propose until you're like a month away from resigning. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> so there's a framework behind so it, this. Because if it doesn't work out, then you can. There's nothing holding you back. So what you're saying is be strategic about your proposal. Exactly. Wow. 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 Okay, I I gotta be honest. I was not expecting this from you. You know. I, Wait, you thought my mother raised an idiot, oh, and not. I was gonna stay with somebody who. I proposed to and they said no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm just saying that I, I, I figured that you would have, um, I don't know, had something a little bit more heartfelt to throw into this as a, as a professional woman. What what did you expect me to say? So I told him no. Mm-hmm. Or, well, in the situation, I proposed to him, right? And he told okay, me no. Okay, let's go with right? that. Let's go with that. You wanted me to put him to the side, mm-hmm. take him off a coffee, mm-hmm. and ask him... Why? <laughs> and then hear what he say, and mm-hmm. then go. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I understand you. Mm-hmm. And I'll move out. Like this, is that what you were expecting me to do? You, like I don't understand. Like you there's know what the no crazy? rational thinking to this. There's none. The, the crazy thing is, I just I, spent two months of rent on a ring for you, <laughs> and you're gonna turn around and tell me no? I don't know where I'm sleeping in two months. <laughs> But the relationship, but but you want me to stick around and try and make it work? Nah. You know, and, and it's also crazy, too, mm-hmm. you know, I'm speaking from a, a man and a woman's perspective where, mm-hmm. you know, you propose to her and she says no and leaves you there on the ground. And there's women out there that want this, that want to be proposed to, that want to be married. You know, I, I know so, the social media wars will make you think otherwise, that marriage is just a relic of the past. But, you know, there's people out there, so... Yeah. I feel like this is loaded. We could go on this all night or day. How do you feel about this? You're the Tots Master now. You think <laughs> you think we we attacked this well? I think so. Honestly. This was good. And what what's the moral of the story on this one? I would say be strategic when you propose. <laughs> <laughs> and if you say no, prepare for the relationship to be over. Oh, absolutely. Completely prepare to turn over. Her. Complete yeah. could be prepared to move out. Mm-hmm. Burn her shit. Wow. Burn his shit. Burn, burn? his cakes. Whatever you gotta do. So I'm waiting to exhale joint. Why are we destroying property? Why not? All you right. broke my heart. And with that, I'm very on the edge of my seat for this next one. Okay. We are moving on to what Kay calls... Debunking your childhood. <laughs> this is a good one. What do we got? This is the point in the podcast where we revisit anything you thought was fascinating as a child and watch it with our adult eyes and make you wonder why you liked it in the first place. <laughs> so this week, we're going to do a movie that I was, I don't, I don't know how to, I was super excited to see it because I'm a huge fan of John Travolta ever since he starred in my favorite movie, Grease. So I felt it was only right that I watched Saturday Night Fever. I thought you were just a fan of Scientology. So this week we are discussing Saturday Night Fever. Before we shred the movie apart, I do want to say that John Travolta looks yummy in this, one. <laughs> and there's an excellent soundtrack by the Bee Gees. Yeah, they body So I, I love the Bee Gees. I like everything they about the Bee Gees, their music, whatever. I went into a whole rabbit hole of Bee Gees because of this movie. Even before this movie, they have an HBO special. Check it out. Um, but not only that, John Travolta is like... His dancing is incredible, but I knew he was a dancer from Greece. So between him and Patrick Swayze, I don't know who's my favorite. But anyway, back to the movie. This movie came out in 1977, one year before Greece, <laughs> And it follows a dude named Tony who comes from a typical Italian family where, you know, you have the religious mother, the hardworking father, the sister who's always in your business, the grandma that's always like, manja, manja. So and then he's the and then he's the teenage oh and then he has the older brother who's a priest and then you have him who's just the 
you know, the roughneck that always wants to be out in the street, the dancer, heads in the clouds. I'm going to make something better of myself than any of you's fool. You know, that typical dude. So I guess every Saturday he goes out with his homies and they go to the disco club and they basically just dance. They also have sexed often in the backseat of a car with various women from the club. Very true. Sometimes they're protected, sometimes they're not. And when they're not doing that, they're just being incredibly racist to blacks and Hispanics. Mm-hmm. They um, actually use the N-word with the hard, hard E-R, E-R, and then they use the S-word with the hard C at the end. What? So, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, as Stan kept telling me and kept premising the movie it's not what you think is going to be yeah. if you expect yep. something in this film you are not going to get it so that that was my disclaimer to k and to anybody else before watching this movie because we usually get the highlights of john travolta doing all the cool dances so i always i in said his iconic white suit yeah so i said to k whatever you think this movie is it's not that and he was right on point i thought this movie was going to be about dancing and him winning contests and him being like the best dancer in St. Bernadette's, uh, you know, just a whole bunch of stuff. And it was two hours of movie and only 30 minutes of it was dancing. And the other hour and a half was rape, Trigger murder, warning. Um, suicide, what yeah. else? Fighting. Racism. Racism. Cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, sleeping with on. your boss to get ahead, yeah. yeah, falling in love, getting fired from your job. It was just a leaving the priesthood. It was just a ball of confusion, and I didn't <laughs> understand. It's heavy stuff. And, yeah, really and heavy. then the thing that was that made it a little bit harder was that at the end of the movie, you think that you're gonna walk away with, you know, feeling some kind of closure or something about this movie but it actually ends in a way where you don't know it ended until you see the credits roll yeah <laughs> true very true i support this a thousand percent yeah and the girl of his dreams that he you know has his love interest he tried to rape her in his car similar to what he did to sandy in greece spoiler alert mm. <laughs> but at the end of the day they come back together and they agree to just be friends but she still kisses him yeah. and then the movie ends. The movie ends with him being in the friend zone. Yeah. So it was it was a very confusing two hours. Like, and then let's not even talk about the dance contest. They they again they went against three couples, three races. So you have the Italian, the blacks, <laughs> Black. and the Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And obviously the blacks bodied the dance because they you know the disco masters. But then I'm not gonna lie, the Spanish was really hitting those turns real hard. And then you have the Italians who's, um. Tony and he was kind of like lackluster. It wasn't even yeah. that exciting, but he ended up winning. Yeah, Surprisingly it was, it was, so. Like I was actually expecting uh Tony in, and his uh partner Stephanie yeah. to just really just cut it up on the dance yeah, floor the, and they barely did anything. Yeah, they the, literally the, just moved side to side and made out. Yeah. The Puerto Ricans and, and the blacks really did an amazing, amazing job. Just you so know. confused. Which goes back into what we were talking about with the racism. They only won because the dance, the disco club was in the Italian territory. Mm-hmm. And they weren't having any other race win. And then we seen another form of racism where one of his boys gets beat up. So they say, all right, I got you. They go and they beat up the Hispanic group. And then when they meet him in the hospital and say, yo, we got those dudes for you. He goes, oh, yeah, I forgot. I don't think they did it. Like, what? What kind of racist? They don't. He doesn't even know who beat him up, but he just automatically said, "You know what? It was the Hispanics." Mm -hmm. And all of this fight happened the same night of his dance competition. Yeah. And then later on that night, his friend who had sex with somebody in the club got her knocked up. Found out she was pregnant. Thought he had to go marry her. Then really considered his life is almost over. He jumps off a bridge. Not just any bridge. The Verrazano Bridge. Mm Shout mm-hmm. out to the New Yorkers that know about the Verrazano. <laughs> Which is the bridge, I think, from Staten Island to Manhattan? Queens? I don't know. I think it's Long Island to Staten Island. It's one of them islands to islands. It's, you don't go on it. Yeah. It's mad money. Don't do it. Stake the ferry. But, mm-hmm. Staten yeah. Island to Brooklyn. There you go. Oh, Staten Island to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Or Brooklyn to Staten Island. There so, you go. So, okay, can you find any saving grace for this film that you... The Bee the highlights? The soundtrack. The yeah. soundtrack yeah. was... Yeah. 
fire. So if, if if I can, I just want to run down some of these iconic BG songs that everybody should know that are on this soundtrack. Staying Alive, How Deep Is Your Love, Night Fever, More Than a Woman, uh, You Should Be Dancing, which John Travolta has a crazy, crazy dancing to that. It's mm-hmm. like four minutes straight of yeah. just him dancing. It's I told amazing. You, he's like he's elite and dancing. Yeah, I I would want to see John Travolta, Patrick Swayze, and Michael Jackson have a dance off. Well, you can't put Michael Jackson. Let me not put Michael. Yeah, let me not put Michael. Okay, okay. So let me say John Travolta and Patrick Swayze have a dance off because they what? both have the same kind so of let's technicalities. Throw, let's throw in like the Black Ranger from the nineties. He was always dancing. No, I don't want to put him in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to put him in it. I, I yeah, I, I'm gonna agree with Kay on this. Um. Just seeing John Travolta just do his thing on the dance floor was a thing of beauty. I was. It was amazing. I was utterly he impressed. He was so young. It, yeah. It, it looked like it was one scene. We weren't sure. Right. Like, one take. And it was just like, hey. Yeah. Ay, when you thought he was going to stop, he kept it going. going. It was an extended yeah. scene. And I, that made up for all the other BS in the movie. I just wish that there was more of that just just high-eating, quality yeah. dancing in this movie. Yeah. I, that's what I thought Saturday Night Fever would be about. Yes. And again, I was like, dancing. Yeah, it was not about dancing. It really wasn't. Yeah. If you think it's about dancing, then you might as well not even start the film. Right. Yeah. But this film did make me want to go look up disco clubs <laughs> see if we can go and boogie-oogie-oogie. Well, that depends. So we just can't boogie Are you no into more. sniffing cocaine off of somebody's you know, I don't, breasts? I don't think... You, I'm not like the cop we spoke about <laughs> earlier. But I don't think you have to sniff anything. I think you can just go there and... You should be You know, dancing. do the hustle. Yeah. I want to do the hustle. All right. Yeah. The real hustle? I like the hustle we know today. No, no, go back on. So, so what do, what do you think, Kay? Do you recommend this? What should people do? Because you sound very conflicted. Question. You sound I think people very should conflicted. watch and fast forward. Wow. <laughs> so just YouTube the highlights then. Yeah, let's just do that. Just, re- just. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Okay. It's, okay. it's okay. It happens. It happens to the best of us. John Travolta does that to me. Oh, wow. YouTube all of Saturday Night Fever dancings. That's it. Even when he practices with Homegirl, it's kind of okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it the the, the Mexican sh- what side shuffle? She, they, she does something that's different. That's pretty cool. Who? Stephanie? Stephanie, yeah. the main girl? When, what the hell does she do? Oh, never mind. <laughs> no, but she, she just sounded like a drunk high chick the whole time. <laughs> there you go. Saturday Night Fever. I can't tell you guys. I can't tell if I liked it or not. It just was a movie with Listen, interesting scenes that would it just pop didn't up. Make yeah, it didn't I, make sense I, to I, me. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. I enjoyed watching it with y'all because when I watched it the first time as a young whippersnapper, a wee mm-hmm. little lad, I didn't know what to think. My brain was exploding. <laughs> Again, there's racism, there's sexual assault, there's a bunch of things, and I just came here to dance. I let me see John Travolta do cool dances, and I was so confused. Yeah. I don't think there was a storyline. There's no plot. I don't know, it, bro. It was pretty I don't think random. There was, a plot. there was no plot. It was a lot. It was. Go dance, come home, hate your family, go dance, come yeah. home, meet the girl, go home, go dance, go jump off the bridge with your friend, go home, go dance, say you want a better life. Disrespect your friends. Yeah. They, they would, those friends are disrespectful as hell to each other, too. I'm like, damn, yeah. like, this is our friendship working in the oh, 70s? I guess so. Okay. All right. So, yeah, once again, YouTube those dance scenes, and you would have officially seen Saturday Night Fever. There you go. Yeah. And watch just just watch American History X and then watch the dance scenes. Oh, it's, oh, no, oh no, it's no, basically no, Saturday Night Fever. Don't watch American no, History no, X. No, that no, movie no, is no, dark no. as hell. No, no, don't no, listen no, to him. No, don't listen. Too dark. Okay, is this debunked? This is done. This is this is burned. <laughs> this, this, is is done. Done. <laughs> this is done. This is done. This is done. This is done. And with that, this is the end of debunking your childhood. Where we would do this again week to week and make you wonder why your childhood. Was unawesome. Oh wow! Unawesome. Oh wow! <laughs> New word alert. Go. New word alert. And with un-awesome. that, with that, we are moving on to our weekly recommendations. What are you watching? Reading? Eating? Drinking? Recommend whatever the heck you want. If you want to do it, so be it. We don't get no money off of this, so whatever you want to do. I'll kick things off. Similar to what JTG recommended a couple of weeks back. I'm going to follow in that same uh, lane of self-improvement and self-betterment, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to recommend Coursera. Coursera is a place where you can do some online uh, training. You can learn a new skill, learn a new trade, maybe upgrade yourself in your existing job. So 
Coursera, they offer a lot of different courses. They also offer Google-backed courses, which are very, you know, very helpful if you want to get into that tech space. So, yeah, Coursera. Who's up next? I guess I'll go. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to recommend you watch the HBO special, The Bee Gees. Just so you can kind of see how their minds worked when they created this album, when this movie came up, and how they started off in Australia, transitioned to England, and just just the family, I guess the white version of the Jackson 5, basically. <laughs> it's really good. Um, it's about two hours long, HBO Max, really good movie. Oh, sorry, really good doc. Check it out. And last, but certainly not least, we have Underworld. Uh, check out Underworld from uh, it's from the year 2003 it is on Netflix right now it's actually a damn good movie franchise at least the first couple of movies anyway um, three of them are on Netflix right now check out the first Underworld movie though it's really really good Kate Beckinsale looks amazing um, the action is pretty damn good it's about vampires versus werewolves I don't know how much more you need but it, it's, it's pretty good Seriously, go check it out right now. Go. Can I do a bonus one? Go ahead. If you want to see real dancing, look at Dirty Dancing. Ooh, okay. Ooh that sounds like a one. shot. That doesn't Ooh. sound like a recommendation. That sounds like a shot. Ooh. You okay? I meant like a dancing movie with backstory, Ooh. with plot. With actual plot. Check out Dirty Dancing. The movie's legendary. All right. Patrick Swayze, Jennifer Grey. Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey. Rest in peace, Big Pat, man. Mm. Rest in peace, Big Pat. I don't think he wanted to go by that. So if Kay's doing a bonus, I'll do a bonus as well. I recommend listening to the Apple Playlist or whatever you have, Apple Playlist uh, Essentials List for Bee Gees. Again, one of the greatest iconic voices in in music history. Um, JTG does not have a favorite um, artist, fun fact, or band or anything. (laughs) But if he could pick one, he'd probably pick the Bee Gees. So yeah, (laughs) I'm throwing that in there. And with that, JTG, can you go get the Quizmaster, see if he's busy? Yeah, sure. Be right back. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, hear this rhyme. Grab your damn pencil. It's quiz time. Oh, my damn pencil. Your damn pencil this time. I'm very serious. This particular quiz has no sort of theme, rhyme, reason. I'm just going crazy. Oh, boy. Oh. All right. Let's begin. First one. What is a baby kangaroo called? Come on. Seriously. Guys, got it? Got it. All right. Well, Kay's a big fan of um, Bindi Irwin and Steve Irwin. Next question. In ancient Greece, Mm -hmm. throwing an apple at someone was a declaration of what? War, Jamaican beef patties, love, or independence. What does it mean in ancient Greece when you throw an apple at somebody? All right. Next one. What is the most consumed manufactured drink in the world? Here are the options. Okay. You have tea, you have coffee, soda, and soup. What is the number one consumed drink? Yes. Is, is soup, soup a, drink? a drink? Yes. Can you eat it? Can you chew it? Have you ever eat cow foot soup? Anyway, the next one. Yo. Next one. What is Pixar's very first feature length film? I'm not giving you any choices on that. You, you should. Know that. This is easy. Fifth and final. What is the closest planet to the sun? The closest planet to the sun. If you say Pluto, I am not talking to you. You just took away Kay's answer. Look at that. <laughs> oh, Helping people man. out. Okay. Yo, Kay is struggling on this quiz. Yo, when you said what's the first Pixar film, mm-hmm. I was just glossed over. Seriously? Yeah. Her eyes were glossed over. I'm at the edge of my seat. Really, Kay? I'm surprised. You're the Disney queen. All right. Um, pencils down. All right. You guys ready? Ready. What is a baby kangaroo called? Kay, what you got for me? All right. So I was stuck with two. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay. What you? Well, what's the one that you're going to go okay, with? I okay, need okay. One. A kid. Stan, what do you have? A Joey. Joey is correct. Oh. A kid is a baby goat. Well, well, I, also had had a Ru- I also had Rue because I was thinking of um, Winnie the Pooh. What? What is Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, uh, because uh, the it's a baby Winnie the Pooh was, was Rue. Okay. All right. Fine. Next one. Let's go. In ancient Greece, throwing an apple at someone was a declaration of what, Stan? Love. Okay, what do you have? War. 
Love. Love is correct. That's what two for two. two, for two. apples as a sign yeah. of love? People are crazy. That's what you did, bro. Damn. See, you don't understand love. That's why she want to go back to Miami, Orlando. You know, go let ahead, me stop. Go ahead. ahead. What go is ahead. the most manufactured drink in the world, Kay? I had soup. Stan, what do you have? Tea, because soup is not a drink. Tea is correct. Soup is three a drink. Three for three. Soup is a drink. Um, What is Pixar's very Here first we go. Let Kay go feature first, please. Like film? Kay, please tell me what you have. Toy Story. Stan, what do you have? Toy Story. Toy Story is correct. Lucky. Shout yep. out to the great Steve Jobs. Rest in peace but for honestly, making Pixar become making, a thing. Getting upset. <laughs> All right. Next question. What is the closest? Ugh, why can't I say that word? I what is the closest mm-hmm. God? Uh, the closest planet. God? That's what I heard too. What is the closest planet to the sun? Stan. Four or five out of five. It is Mercury. Okay. Oh, that's a Jupiter. Wow. The largest <laughs> gas planet. <laughs> Stan is correct. The largest gas planet. It is Mercury. Oh, it is Mercury. <laughs> My very, you know, the whole, the freaking, the uh, thing. Uh, My very educated. Mother. And I was trying to sing my song, but then you were like pencils down. So I got nervous. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you were good at quizzes in school. No, I was singing my song. I come from Mercury. I'm closest to the sun. My planet name is Did the Bee Gees sing this song? We're dancing. It's so fun. Our planet Earth is next in line. Okay. I, wait, you actually right. had the song. So and what happened? Only, you she, scared me. She buckled me. under pressure. Yeah, oh, you man. Like Pencils down. down. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. You turned into a different person, bro. I got when scared. I'm, when I go into quiz mode? Yeah, the listeners yeah. the I'm listeners sorry. don't know that, but he like his eyes become red and he just... Oh, my gosh. His tail the contro- was The control me. consumers him. Oh, his, his, his consumes what? Him. <laughs> what? Consumes him. And did you say his tail was hitting you? Yes. Anyway... Any uh, words of advice for our listeners, Stan? Um, stay. I think we told them to stay cool before, but okay. yeah, continue staying cool. Right. Take showers mm-hmm. frequently. Yeah. Um, your body produces a lot of sweat. You know, a lot of waste, which can then produce odors and things that can be un- unpleasant. So I'd say take a lot of showers and stay cool. I agree with Stan. Okay, what do you have? If you get scared at night, take Advil PM. <sighs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we do not endorse the abuse yeah, of drugs here on this podcast. Yes. Uh, do I have any words of wisdom? You always um, have words of wisdom, bro. Um, in spite of the fact that it is it is super hot outside, mm-hmm. and yeah, it can be like super damn sunny. Um, go outside, get the vitamin D, and uh, put on some sunscreen. Okay. Yeah. 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 Don't damage your skin. Yeah. Put on sunscreen. Put on sunscreen. Yeah. As you say this, and there's a thunderstorm brewing outside, so... That's... Listen. Stop nitpicking. All right. Yeah. Everybody, thanks for listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We appreciate you listening. We love you. Remember, we're professional podcasters, despite what the internet may say. We love you passionately. All right. Get out of here. Go outside. Go do something. We'll buy you chocolates. What? (laughs) Come off of the mic, man. We'll give you roses. Bye. Goodness. And hug you. Bye.